Growing up, my dad was a real man's man. Six foot three, 220 pounds. He played rugby in college, fought in Vietnam, then moved to Hollywood to be an actor. What that meant was he drove taxi cab. In fact, he drove cabs so much, he ended up wearing out his favorite pair of cowboy boots on the clutch and the brake. That shows how driven he was to be an actor. So shortly after moving back home to Florida, he was no longer driving cab, but he did end up running over a rattlesnake with his car. He came to a stop, got out, pulled out a pocket knife, stepped on that snake's head and cut its rattle off as it continued to writhe on the road. Dad ended up mounting that rattle on a block of wood and displayed it on his knick-knack shelf for years. I'm sure there's more to say here, but you know, for today, that's the only time I'm going to talk about Dad slicing up a snake. Instead, I want to talk about masks, mispronunciations, and Andy Rooney on a few minutes of Joshin' Around. I try not to be too topical on the show, yeah. That's my best Jay Leno. I'm sorry about that. Anyways, I do want to talk for a minute about this Southwest flight that encountered some engine trouble yesterday. I actually had a loss of life on that. And But I do want to say everybody used their oxygen masks wrong, according to the photos I've seen of this incident. And here's why. You're, first of all, supposed to cover your nose and your mouth all at the same time, because that's how we breathe, people. But the reason that everybody on that plane did it wrong is because nobody listens to the stewardess anymore, or the flight attendant, pardon me. Nobody listens anymore because everyone thinks that they're an expert. I know because I host a fake internet radio show, but seriously, it's so true. Everybody thinks they know everything, and the only people really getting their message across these days are social media experts. And those people have spent so long getting good at social media, what do they know? It's obvious what's made everyone experts on everything, and that's the internet. I personally like to go to Wikipedia, though journalism alumni, I know it's not a source, still a great place to go if I want to learn more about, say, knickknacks, which I did today. However, like a lot of things in my life, the term knick-knack is ambiguous, meaning that it's open to more than one interpretation. So Wikipedia was nice enough to pull a disambiguation of the term, letting me know that knick-knack is English for bric-a-brac. It's also the name of a Pixar film from 1989, the last short film they released before becoming a film company and not a computer hardware company. I went down a huge rabbit hole on this. I won't tell you too much more, except that Bobby McFerrin produced the soundtrack to knick-knack, and he did it by improving an acapella track that they used pretty much in its entirety for the film that did win some awards. Nonetheless, bric-a-brac is an English term that was first used in the Victorian era, referring to lesser objects of art forming collections of curios. Think about maybe decorated teacups, small vases, little silver spoons. My dad had stuff from Vietnam, Hollywood, that rattlesnake's tail, and at one point, he had some bongos up there. I went to play them one day, and when I picked them up, roaches poured out from the bottom all over my lap, feet, and everywhere. I haven't played the bongos since. Rim shot. Dad's house stayed stocked with roaches, and his knick-knack shelf was consistently covered with a thick crust of dust. However, Dad's home in steamy, humid Florida had no air conditioning at all. He combated this problem by simply wearing less clothes, which meant I often got an eyeful of dad's hot nuts. Now, these days, to show you that people change, among other things, he's a germaphobe with air conditioning. So I'm sure to see nary a roach or nuts. And 
that's probably all for the best. I feel like I've said all this before, which is a testament to getting older and a tribute to my dad. Dad told me when he was in Vietnam, when you'd go through the breakfast line in the morning, at the end there was a big basket full of cigarettes and you just took whatever your brand was. There was no paying for it or anything, which is great because that takes some stress off of the battlefield, right? But at the same time, would you smoke cigs if you were in a war? Because don't you want all the lung capacity you need if you, if you have to run away? Which is why I don't understand when anybody in the criminal element wears their pants below their belt. Now, I'm all for sagging britches, but only do it when you're not breaking any laws. Because if you have to run, you don't want to be grabbing your pants or having your pants fall around your ankles, right? Because you'll fall down. Now, look at the mobsters. They always wore tracksuits because they were ready in case they had to run. Now, unfortunately, they were not in the shape of the gangsters today. So that's probably why they needed every advantage they could get. I heard this line from one of the baseball dads I coach with. I said, how you doing? He says, well, my mortgage is late, but my wife isn't. Wow, thanks for being so upfront. I love the line and I truly enjoy repeating it. You know, menstruation, that's the original version of mansplaining, isn't it? I have mentioned before that I'm getting old enough where the hairs on my eyebrows and in my ears are growing thick and out of control. I don't often notice the hairs in my ears because they're so blonde they're almost translucent. But when I went to do some manscaping today, the hairs had grown so thick I couldn't even use the clippers. I had to get kitchen shears to get the job done. Now you'd think my wife would notice unless she likes this Andy Rooney look. And in that case, she's going to love this. Look at world events these days. There's not a Castro in power in Cuba anymore. Kim Jong-un, he could be gone soon. Communism's on its way out, except for whatever's going on in the Chinese empire. But you know, they don't even ride bikes anymore. Now it's fitting that the president of France has a name that's like macaroon. Those are good little cookies, if you ask me. Oreos are good, too, but the package keeps getting smaller. Soon, it'll be like a matchbook. Do you remember matchbooks? What did matches read, anyways? Whatever it was, these days, they'd probably find it online. Hey, if you've got some time to kill, go ahead and visit joshandaround.com. I have nothing to do with this site, but still, I highly recommend it. When kids reach a certain age, it's natural for them to get curious and begin to creep around their parents' room when no one is home. I better watch out because my kids are about this age. I remember when I started doing it. At my mom's house, I snuck into her room. I found the wooden bowl she kept her pot stuff in. I also found some books, namely Playboy's The Vargas Girls and Men and Women, an encyclopedia of adult relationships, volumes 1 through 10. Wow, looks like I've got a lot to learn. I did the same thing at Dad's house, and I really wish I hadn't. In the room that housed the propane hot water heater, there was a brown grocery sack on a high shelf. I went to look inside. I don't know what was at the bottom because I was stunned by what I saw on the top, and that was a porcelain mask that looked like a mix between a sexy mime and that woman on the front of a nail salon in the 80s. Just a small slit for the mouth and then a silk tie to attach it to the back of the head. I immediately put the bag back up on the shelf. The smell of propane still gives me the heebie-jeebies at times. Nonetheless, you never know when you might go and your kids will actually look in your room and find all this stuff. So make sure everything's clean. As for now, all my kids will find from me is that wooden pot bowl. 
I haven't told my dad about the show, and he's not on social media, doesn't even have a smartphone, so it's unlikely that he'll run into it. However, he is pretty adept online, and he does love me and my accomplishments, so I wouldn't put it past him to have some Google alerts set on my name. And I say that not to be vain, but instead because I think he's trolling the show. Early on, I teased the fact that he always mispronounces celebrities' names, and I started to keep a log of it. Yet ever since I mentioned it on the show, he hasn't flubbed a bit. Instead, it started to rub off on me. Most of the words I mispronounce are new foods I'm introduced to. There's a place opening up in town. Their sign says they sell acai. I came home and told my wife about it. She said, you mean acai? Oh, right, because the C has that little five underneath of it. That's called a sedilia. That makes the C soft. See, if you saw the C out in town and you said, hi, C, the C would say, hey, C. So anyways, Acai comes from a palm tree that produces a dark purple berry that can be made into a juice, a powder, a wine, even a protein pulp that doesn't contain a lot of sugars, so it's great for your diet. Another great new dietary feature here in the States, anyways, is something that's been used for 4,000 years, and that's quinona, or quinoa, as my wife says. And this is like a grain, but yet instead, it's a botanical plant that's more closely related to spinach. You'll see it in grain-like dishes though, and that's fine, because here we are learning together about great new foods and Sedelia, the soft letter C. Sadly though, when spelling Sedelia, there's nary a hook, tail, or diacritical mark to be found, but we don't have time to rewrite the English language, let alone Catalan, French, and Portuguese, because we've reached the end of the show. Please know, my goal is not to be hypercritical. You don't need a hook or a tail to get love from me. See, that goes for everyone. Never feel you need to wear a mask to survive unless it provides your oxygen supply. Even if the world does go to hell in a handbasket, stay hip on how to be healthy so you can see it happen firsthand. In the meantime, keep your ears trimmed so you hear loud and clear the next time we rattle off another episode of Jossing Around.